Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Association Leadership Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Association Leadership Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today on the show, we have Stefan Frigia with the Northeast Indiana Regional Partnership. Welcome. Thank you. Happy to be on the show. Well, I'm so excited to learn about, is it NEIA? Is that what you call it? NEI? NEI. So tell us about the Northeast Indiana Regional Partnership. How are you serving folks? Yeah. And the partnership NEI now, we've been around now for over 16 years. I think like many other organizations in our space, you know, we're created to uh, help bring communities together. You know, we cover a territory about 11 counties. And sometimes it's, you know, uh, it's hard to to collaborate. And I think this was the truth, you know, in the early 2000s. So an effort was initiated to kind of bring all the parties together to start working together on a on a joint strategy, joint objectives, and that was a you know very noble and needed effort that ultimately fast forward in you know, 16, 17 years led us to a lot of great success here in Northeast Indiana. And then, so when you talk about a partnership, it's a partnership between public, private, universities. Is it's the whole kind of. It's all the whole the team, above. right? All the constituents. Yes. Yeah. Public, private, that's a good way to kind of start. But the it involves more than that. We have you know, close tie with the, the business community. They are kind of key founders of ours. Uh, we work very closely with the various units of government, you know, both local and the state. We convene a network of university colleges across uh, across northeast so they can all kind of work together and and in the north each other about each other's build trust and collaboration because you never know when the the opportunity calls or uh, a challenge arises and and you gotta you know be able to look at your fellow uh, partner across the table and say you know what can we do together about it and i think that was the kind of core premise that allowed the formation of the of the partnership now, as an organization, you know, our core mission is to attract investments into the region. That's what the partnership was created to do in its original form. And this still is the core mission. But before you can talk to external partners and convince them that this is the right place for them to call home, the right place for them to bring their business, you got to really work on yourself investing in yourself, building those networks, so that you, then you have something tangible to to share with others that you invite to to the party. So you gotta fix the house first, so to speak, you know, before you know become a host. And I think the the organization and the leadership across the region has spent significant time doing just that. Many people across the state look at Nortista as a as a model on how things should be done a little bit of a gold standard you know here in the, in the midwest for the size of the market that we are we're not a huge market and so collaboration you know was has been intentional part of the dna of the partnership of, of northeast indiana and many are looking at us to see how is it done and how we were able to kind of bring all those very desperate interests you know very different interests and times and conflicting in, in some occasion too to come to the same table in a professional and and really kind of 
trust-based approach. Okay, how we move forward a, a region, how we grow it, how we make it welcoming, and and frankly, how we buck the trend. I don't know if the Northeast and as well as the rest of the Midwest in general, for for a long time, you know, the you know there were there were a little bit of bleeding, so to speak, you know, as people and businesses were looking for warmer weather. But if you look at what's happening, you know, more recently over the last five years, there's a comeback. The Midwest is coming back, and Northeast definitely has been one of those regions that has turned around, being one of the fastest, you know, growing region in the in the Midwest. You know, a couple of years in a row now, first number one, now number second. So I think it's been interesting to kind of to watch this kind of turnaround and uh, a reinvestment, Renaissance story that we've been experiencing here in Northeast. Now, how do you kind of foster that culture of collaboration rather than looking at everything as a zero-sum game of me winning and you losing? I mean, you're dealing with a variety of interests, all with their own agenda. Um, How do you kind of bring them all to the table for this kind of uh, collective good? Well, it starts with a dialogue. Um, You're absolutely right. In some regards, you know, at the end of the day, it's still some games and everyone understands that. Uh, but beside the the finality, whether a business goes into one town or another different city or one county or another, uh, there is people understanding that you know the way things really work is about labor shed, it's about regions, it's a much larger than a, a single town, and that the um, people have understood that a rising tide lifts all boats, you know, especially within the geography where there's the natural movement that in our case, you know, even extends beyond our own uh, state line. Uh, there's natural affinity even in West Ohio. People live in Ohio and actually uh, commute into Northeast Indiana, you know, for a work opportunity and vice versa as well. So you got to start from, you know, understanding how things really work in the real world and then open a dialogue about uh, not what divides us, but what brings us together. Uh, so what is the shared agenda that unifies us, you know, that allows us to become stronger together? And you develop and you kind of focus on, on making those threads, you know, stronger and stronger. Um, recently, we, uh, as a partnership, you know, NEI, uh, we uh, just released our three-year plan on what we're going to be doing uh, specifically on behalf of the region. Uh, so giving people kind of clear sight of not just day to day, you know, but down the line, so can, people can align, uh, and then bring different voices to the table uh, to contribute to that vision. Uh, I was part of an effort over the last, you know, nine months um, that was um, technically mandated by the state to create you know, a five-year plan, you know, for for the region and how we bring more resources, state resources, you know, to our region to put them to work. And create, create, you know, a true ROI uh, back to region and definitely back to the state. Uh, so th- those are things where, um, again, you know, those are problems that they're not really unique to you know our region or to our state. Uh, but we got to figure out what's our flavor, of the solution. What is the solution that fits um, Northeast, fits Indiana, uh, fits the type of problem and the and our or circumstances. Um, uh, and when you do that and you open those dialogue, you'll be amazed on, on then you do find those common grounds. Um, and then after that is, 
uh, a matter of execution because uh, you know a plan is all great until you know you actually get get going and doing it and that's where back to my point earlier where trust you know makes all the difference you have a great plan and you have players that trust each other's that we're going to support one another that's really when the execution then comes to reality so what's your backstory have you always been involved in this kind of economic development work uh i've been doing this for more than 10 years and now 12 to be exact um the and i landed into this field by uh, uh as probably many in, in my uh, my profession you know by accident um people don't go to school to become developers unfortunately um, you know, people go for urban planning, more traditional kind of focus things. And that was, was my path, you know, but the, um, once you get in into, um, and you have opportunity to experience what economic development, the breadth and the depth that, uh, really makes up, um, and you kind of get hooked. Um, and if you are like the deal making and, and the, uh, the opportunity to work on very complex challenges, that's a very rewarding career that, allows people to uh, um, to have actually lifelong experiences in doing this type of work. Uh, it's a mission. It's a passion. You need to be an individual and um, you know, that truly kind of believes on on the greater good um, that is looking for this opportunity to, uh, you know, how we make more competitive, how we can better ourselves, you know, how we can make it better for, not just for the people that are in, new coming into town, uh, but the people that already live here, uh, it's you're always thinking, right? You're always trying to figure out the next new angle and the next, you know, opportunity for people to collaborate, come together again, build upon that trust, and doing something new. And the impact is real. I mean, with the right leader, you can make a tremendous difference, um, not just in the region, but like you said, down to the families that live there. Uh, you're absolutely right. At the end of the day, uh, we're talking about real families, real jobs. Uh, when we bring in a new, a new company in, uh, investment, uh, that's new payroll, that's new taxes being generated uh, that ultimately pays for additional services, whether it's uh, from police and firefighters or a community splash pad for kids. Um, it's all interlinked. People don't realize that all those ripples affecting how far they go. Um, at the same time, that allows us to keep our community more resilient. Um, businesses go, you know, are created and, and they go under every day. Uh, it's part of the economy. Uh, it's part of, of the fabric of how our society is, is built. You know, so be able to always, you know, cultivate that uh, federal ground so that new businesses can be created, grow. Um, it's crucial because in the moment that we're not moving forward, we automatically sliding back. Uh, there is no a parking gear in uh, um, in the life of a city in the life of a region. It's either two steps: either moving forward or you're sliding back. And the moment you realize this, then that becomes part of the motivator that allows you to think: Okay, what can I do to move forward? And how can we do? What decision can we take today that will going to make it better for the people today? but also have a positive impact 5, 10, 15 years uh, from now. The, uh, it's amazing people don't realize the, the longevity of decision-making that uh, some elected official at the local level um, deal with on a daily basis. 
So, you know, that collaboration, that support, that dialogue is very, very important because we've been living with those decisions for a very long time. Uh, and sometimes, you know, there is risks. Sometimes decision can be unpopular because people don't have all the details, the facts uh, of that decision. So that how we bring together business community to support decision making or to really help us think through the pros and cons of a decision and allow then, you know, our um, officials, you know, to make the right call. Um, that's that's become development in its essence. Um, so it's it's fascinating and definitely you can tell um, that I love what I do and, you know, I would encourage anyone that is curious to, uh, to get more involved. Now, um, is there a sweet spot in terms of industry in your region? Uh, do you kind of um, have a lot of a certain type of industry or you're kind of uh, open for business for anybody who's looking for a, a good place to uh, plant a, a business? First of all, most of the, we're you know, a welcoming community to anyone, um, any type of business. And we're never, never going to say not to anyone. Now, then, on the on the on the flip side, you know, the uh, uh, industry works in clusters. You know, so there are certain clusters of industry that are already here uh, that provide you know, specific benefits to um, uh, to other kind of you know kinda affiliated companies or affiliated industries. For us, you know, we're a manufacturing hub. Indiana is a state overall. It's uh, as a manufacturing hub for for the country. The, uh, you know, whether it's automotive, you know, for us, is a very strong uh, medical device industries, um, orthopedics, it's extremely strong, you know, for us. Um, the um, technology um, associated with the vehicles overall, um, it's anything about, about making things that really, that speaks to the DNA of the region. Uh, but we also a, a farming community, and that goes to the history of the Midwest. So you when you walk around and drive around, there's a lot of uh, you know technology and farming that gets deployed. Um, there's actually a lot of production as well. So those I would say the when it comes to like a sweet spots, you know, based on historical strengths that uh, we, you know our region typically uh, shines the best. But frankly, you know, any type of company would do extremely well in the Northeast, extremely well in, in Indiana, the Midwest. So, and I think anyone that's curious, you know, all I have to do is just uh, uh, give us a call and we'll be more than happy to address any questions they have. Now, as we approach 2023, are there any trends you're looking to take advantage of? Are there any opportunities that you see at the fore that you're um, ready to kind of pounce on? Um, most definitely, uh, actually yesterday, you know, the, uh, uh, our secretary of state, secretary of commerce, sorry, uh, secretary, uh, chambers provide a keynote here in Fort Wayne, um, about, you know, the, uh, 20, $22 billion were invested in the state, uh, in 2022. And the ambition for the governor is to, uh, run into 2023 with $23 billion. So kind of. Uh, playing out with the uh, with the numbers, uh, this is a reality. It's like they, we're at the cusp, you know, we're in the middle of a mega trend for the U.S. You know, with a lot of uh, uh, manufacturing coming back to our to um, to be on U.S. soils or or nearby supply chain being restored, and we're talking, you know, billions uh, 
uh, if not trillions of opportunities over the next you know, five, six years. So we're at the beginning of, say, you know, innings of this uh, uh, kind of uh, short game, you know, in, 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 when you talk about five, six years, it's not a very long game, uh, but that will kind of redefine, you know, manufacturing, production, uh, and the future of this country. So our hope and desire, you know, is the same as the uh, the governor and the, and, the, and our administration, is to we want to make sure we get our fair share uh, and, and be a good partner with industry uh, that they can take advantage of the assets that we do have, available uh, on the quality of life and the grit and work ethics of the people of Hoosiers, right, um, that live here in the Northeast. Now, any advice for other association leaders when it comes to building trust um, to constituents that require kind of a long-term vision? Because the deals you're, you're getting done there Aren't they, they don't happen overnight. These are things that are planned out for months, if not years, and you got to court people for a long time in order for them to kind of land on your doorstep. Can you share some of the strategies you use to build trust and patience with your constituents? Yes. I mean, I think it boils down to a fundamental understanding that any investor uh, out there, uh, either the personal level or a corporation investing on a new facility, uh, the uh, you always say you know there's there's never a, a risk free investment. Everything has risks. So um, as you know, we core companies and and, and other folks in around the country do the same thing. It's about risk mitigation uh, and uh, as as much as possible. So. If a community uh, is get to a point where uh, we trust each other's, you know, we have each other's back, we're working through the same, you know, plan. Uh, what we're doing is basically we're de-risking those transactions because we're saying to the newcomers, to new investors, look, you know, you know, you got goals to achieve. You know, you have a lot on, on the line. You got some real dollars. We are going to be part of the solution. We are a team that can work together across, you know, community lines, across jurisdictions, uh, across organizations, because we've been doing a long time. And we're going to be part of the solution that helps you de-risk your transaction. That's the core message. So until you, you know, and I say you as the, uh, the, the community, the community doesn't get to a point where they can, Firmly stand and saying that we are that 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 team that can risk a transaction, then there is work to be done. Uh, because again, the the company investors are not looking for a uh, to join you know and leverage a team that doesn't talk to both one another. There is fights between city and the counties or you know among different parties that that actually adds more risk to the profile and definitely doesn't doesn't speak well to their the final score so it's on on that on um on that potential transaction so understanding really gonna how as a community what can you do to make it easier um and that is part of the fundamental question that in the in drive that in my mind. Uh, should drive my colleagues and other communities think through about how we do business and and how we present our others, you know, understanding you know the the business needs of a company, uh, their risk profiles, and and how we can be good partners. 
Now, if somebody wants to learn more about the opportunities uh, to get on your calendar or learn more about the region, is uh, there a website for NEI? Yeah, um, it's Northeast Indiana, you know, dot com, NEI Indiana dot com. Uh, it's easy to find us. Uh, just a simple email or, uh, you know, a phone call. And we're more than happy to uh, share what we learned over the years, you know, the um, talk about the advantages, you know, and and provide be an honest broker, you know, to, um, uh, you know, to what we have to offer. And it, when you do it right and you do it, you know, with confidence, uh, you'll realize that sometimes, you know, the the community next door uh, may be, you know, better suited because of a better asset. You know, uh, trust also expands, you know, to and honesty uh, to uh, uh, to even the larger the larger uh, the larger communities. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, it, I will never want to see a community, you know, uh, sorry, a company or individual pick a community under a, uh, a false sense of understanding and then having to fold. That's a, that's a double black eye. It's a black eye for the company that made the, the, the wrong decision. It's a black eye for the community that spent all that time and resources to even get to that point. So to me, it's like, you know, you know, de-risking, uh, being transparent, being honest and upfront with folks. Uh, that's really ultimately, you know, the key to success. Well, congratulations on all the success, and uh, you're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to share what we're doing. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Association Leadership Radio.